You thought they were a little lacking. Uh, Wait, hold on, also... hold on, hold on. Our pod's a little bit silly and a little bit pretentious, like Paul McBeth's Willie or Picture him wearing a strap on. It's also a little bit gay and a little bit offensive, like Thanksgiving Day or Picture him wearing a strap on. So put your cell phones to vibrate. And put your vibrators in cell phone mode. Welcome to Kirby's Disc Golf World Live Season 3, Episode 1. We're doing bigger and better things. That's what we're doing here. Um, it's 2022, first episode of 2022. I'm not really going to go through all the plugs, but you guys know, follow us on all the social medias. But the first episode of 2022, it's only right that we're going to give you some insight on some professional disc golfers and their New Year's resolutions. Um, I had a conversation with Paul Udlebaron. Uli has that like calm. Uh, his goal is to get more sponsors and better plugs. He thought they weren't very organic. He wants to get them more organic. He also wants to eat at 30 different Waffle Houses. I don't know. It's just something he uh, wants to do. And refurbish a go-kart. Also... Uh, spend more time with Ricky's sister. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna go. I thought he was talking like hair plugs for a minute. He's like organic, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, then I get it." And his hair's great, by the way. That's a little funny. Haley King, I know she, er, Haley King's definitely busy this time of year, but we were able to get it first. Resolution: get that bread is one of hers. Um, she also wants to open up a cat cafe with her new signing. Um, and her last and most important resolution is read the entire Harry Potter series and then also binge the entire movie sitting movies in one sitting the entire time. Haley King's resolution. I had the pleasure of getting insight on Nicola Castro's New Year's resolution. And although fans and close family have been telling him for years to improve his attitude on the course, Nico's not abiding to that. And his New Year's resolution is to once again be the champion of the best hair in disc golf. That's not difficult at all. Well, my guy also has a hair issue. Uh, Kelvin Heinberg, he cut his hair last year. His hair, his goal this year is to grow his hair out. He's not going to cut his hair. He's going to make it look pretty. And he's going to start banging putts. Um, he also wants to learn how to play the accordion and cook. Not at the same time, though. He thought that would be too extreme. And he's really excited for his, for Christmas. He got Vago Millennium Falcon, and he wants to get that finished by the end of the year. Hopefully by the end of the month. <laughs> Hopefully. So Eagle's got a busy, busy year, even though he just released his lighter load. Um, first, he's going to attend the Anime Expo um, in L.A. as Ryuk from the Death Note is one of his major ones. He's been working on that for months, so he's really excited. Next. He wants to be barefoot as much as possible. Just a general goal. And then last, convince Garrett Gerthy to do a vegan jerky line um, and have that branch off. Definitely sounds plausible. Barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue. It's actually funny. Me and Kona actually have the same New Year's resolution. We're going to try to stick to one putting form for the entire year. <laughs> Maybe now that she's got some wardens and some other things over there at Dynamic Discs, she can stick to one putting form. Um, with mine, I went with got to talk to the best in the world, Paige, uh, Paige Pierce. Uh, Paige Pierce wants to read 30 new books, books that are new to her. I gave her, I threw out some 
ideas, but she wasn't really in her mind. She likes more of the fantasy. It was kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> she wants to putt every day. She wants to hike Eagle Wind Trail. And she has a New Year's resolution every year, win Worlds. Got it. I also had a pleasure to talk to a five-time world champion, Paul McBeth. And, of course, he's going to be doing some job with his charity, kind of getting in with the local communities. But his official resolution is to post less often on social media. You know, he's a kind of a face, five-time world champion, big deal, but he's just a little bit shy, and he wants to stay away from just all things social media. That's kind of talks about his departure from foundation. And, of course, always, every single year, win the world championships. I got the man, the myth, the legend, the big signee thus far, Ricky Wysocki. Um, And after that promo, first and foremost, he's going to take helicopter lessons. He's really into that thought process. Got really into it, talking to the pilot, into that. Um, He's going to get into NFTs as his other goal. And last but not least, he's going to try to work in to the moon as much as possible this year with the Bitcoin and all the Dogecoin and all that phrase. Do you think it's going to be a stamp? It's just like the Bitcoin logo on his whatever daggers now? Or If he's not, DD should put a stamp of whatever he says and then do five different totals and do different colorways, whatever it is, to get that contract paid for. Does it say anything about like dynamic discs? If I can guarantee Ricky's two most popular discs he's going to throw is the harp and the dagger. None of that's by dynamic discs. Does that like feel <laughs> bad for dynamic discs? <laughs> He's got the felon. He's got the felon. No, dude, it's the felon. Everyone bags a firebird. It's the same disc. It's like, but I mean, DD's off to like a great start, picking up not only Ricky but Kona as well. Looks like they're putting up some cash. We have Kona for four years, five hundred k. Ricky for four years, four million with a two hundred and fifty k signing bonus, all in Bitcoin. So that's unique. Absolutely, man. Great for these players. It's exciting time for disc golf, um, and we're just stacking on other players and making these contracts more known, more visible. Only helps, um, and it's great for the players. I'm glad to see that initiative. I know, you know, what I mean, there's le- left and people leaving and things of that nature. That kind of other co- companies are burned, but man, any time where you could talk about disc golf in any capacity when there is no disc golf is a win for the sport. It doesn't matter. So. Um, Great job with DD and what they're doing along those lines. Um, very impressive. Um, I know, you know, Cat was a possibility and people got excited by that, but Kona's still solid per- internet personality and is great. Kona Panis isn't even, she's not even the best female disc golfer on that squad right now. They have this female disc golfer named Paige Shu. She's pretty good. A lot better than Kona Panis. And I can't believe Kona, like. Oh, you mean world champion? World right? champion Paige Shu. Yeah. So Pretty I know, big deal. like they made this big deal out of her signing. She's just she Paige puts out more dynamic shit. She's the only one I've seen putting out dynamic shit. So it's like she's So do you think that like moving forward it's it's gonna be Kona the face overshadowing? I don't know Paige Shoe? I think Paige no, not at all. I don't think Kona, So you are you predicting that in the next twenty twenty two that Paige Shoe is gonna have a better season than Kona Panis? I think I did. I think I paid Paige Shoe as you did, yeah, you did. I, I did, so I do think Paige Shoe. And you're really going all in on this Paige Shoe. Kona Panis is kind of old. She's I don't think she's old at all. Really? No, um, I think she's like two years. <laughs> I think she's like two years older than I am. Uh, she's like 23. Oh, I, oh, I just don't think she's not that good. Like I don't think like she can she's bomb. Got a really old soul. <laughs> she can bomb. 
I would say she's up there for one of the farthest throwing FPO players. Her putt definitely struggles. Yeah. <laughs> it struggles hard when it does too. Yeah, you mean, like, when she's you, on, she's out. You drive for show, you putt for money or some bullshit like that. Yeah. She's had a number of top ten finishes. She had probably her best. This is following her best year. She won Waco. One Waco. Dominated Waco. A great female personality as far as a sponsorship signings. Um, and pumping out your brand. She was, she took, yeah, she took us, Paige, she also took a year off because of having her baby. So we're going to see that we're like her actually come back and fully tour. Cause like I said, 2018 world champion, she's good. She bombs, she puts, she does it all. We're going to see her moving forward. But Ricky Wysocki, I think as soon as Ooh, the, the Emporia Gazette or whatever, kind of alluded to it going to be a, a big deal. And as soon as Ricky posted that he was no longer going to be on Anova, we have pretty much all had ourselves guaranteed that Ricky Wysocki was going to go to Dynamic Discs. We were right. Someone was mad that it was spoiled, I heard. Uh, There's some shots fired. But four years, four million, essentially getting the same per year as Paul McBeth. So I think right off the bat, we can consider this a win for Ricky Wysocki as well as Dynamic Discs. Yeah. Who do you think got the better deal, Paul or Ricky? You want to go first on this? Because I think we might have different opinions. Man, in order to get the contracts that these have, you have to stand on the shoulders of the previous players. If there was not, if Paul did not do what he did and display the contract that he did, we wouldn't have this signing. Now, Ricky probably will make, but I don't know if it'd be as high as it is. Every company's going to try to get you as low as you can, right? So in a way, I'm going to go Paul because it established the foundation, it established the groundwork. And it's for a longer term, longer period, he's set for life. Now, the one thing that I that makes me think that it's going to be Ricky is he basically has the same exact contract. And like, I understand someone had to be the, the person that made set stone and followed it. But, man, 10 years, like that locks you up for a while because you're really banking on yourself still being a top athlete in the next coming. And after that 10-year where you were – going to be guaranteed a million and i don't know if i could say that about paul ricky it seems four years that he's gonna if he continues to be good for the next four years he's gonna be be able to negotiate as well as he's gonna get his own line of disc from anova is what i heard um so if he gets that as well he's still gonna be making a bunch of money and kind of bank off as well but we have seen that you don't always finish out your contract fucking he the king just signed a two-year contract this year guess what she's not signing she's not playing with yeah. him anymore so it's it, it seems like it's easy to get out of contracts when it comes to disc. But I think that's changing because I think I watched the the press center conference and, and they talked about how in the contract now it's like explicit saying that they can't really get out. Yeah, man. When you're getting into these dollar values, you're getting lawyers. When, when yeah, you get lawyers, and, and, but that's that's, 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 that's what I think. I think Paul. I think Paul made a better deal because I think that deal is gonna run him after the ten years. They're gonna be like like. Paul's a this craft for, for lifer. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, at one point in time, they're like, hey, man, you want to buy in with some of this? We'll give you a deal on it. And fucking, I just think Paul made a better deal because for so long, he's just, and it's not him, not just him, it's his wife, not just her. Their fucking kids will be throwing disc crap. And don't get me wrong, man. Disc golf has seen stacks on stacks on stacks as far as growth in the sport, popularity, um, obviously money in the game now, but. Who's to say in four years the bottom doesn't fall out, right? Let's say some of these if, – if some of these contracts do not become profitable for the companies, i.e. like MVP and things of that nature, 
it's good. The bottom has to fall out. You know what I mean? And also at what detriment, you know what I mean? Because of these other signings, you're not sponsoring others. You're, you're not getting your other discs and possibly younger players hands um, and helping promote that professionalism of the sport also in a little bit. So we'll, we'll see along those lines. The future of the game is great as far as everything along those lines. But in four years, man, I, I don't know where we're at in disc golf. Hopefully bigger, better things. But we can also just as speculate as, you know what I mean, we're going to bottom out or yeah. we're going to plateau um, and things of that nature. So as far as, you know, you're taking a million a year for five more years to have that security, you know what I mean, at an age where you think, all right, I'm going to probably be in and around close to being done along those lines or maybe mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Because if anybody can do it, it's Paul, let's be honest. And, and like, <laughs> but, even, but even that, like, even if Ricky ends his four years and gets another contract where he's getting 1.2, yeah, this guy's gonna be like, Here you go, Paul. Yeah, it might, yeah, they this guy will, ma- will match the if it's like that, we'll match Ricky, no doubt. Yeah. That, I mean, that's if they make it public, and that's if like, yeah, Paul is still performing to the best of it, like, you know, still competing because it, it's so not gonna be long where we see like Kyle Klein, and all Gannon Burr, all these people just start outshining what we know, yeah. like. Even like Kevin Jones is young compared to like Paul, like he's getting up there in age. But he's getting Ricky's getting his own line also. Sorry, Red. Yeah. Um, do we know how many discs? Did they say anything about those lines? No, they just kind of were like alluded to. He is going to get his own line. I, I honestly have, n- I don't know what like they're going. I don't know. Which is, I think, is the new staple contract. You have to put that in there. Like that's the new staple oh, contract. Yeah, yeah. And and like the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin's the, the new staple for sports contracts. I think that's almost even like because Ricky's a big crypto <laughs> guy or he seems to be posting in that way. Like when I follow him on Twitter, he's always constantly sharing stuff like that. That I think that was almost one way to like appease him. Like, well if you come with us, we'll do this for you. And yeah, that's a little bit more enticing. But that's definitely that's definitely the new way of but Ricky left Anova. And did. you want to know who else leaving the Nova? Every motherfucking other person that throws for a Nova. So did Kona. It's Kona. Kona. Fucking, you want to know who else left the Nova? I don't know a lot of other people. Everybody's leaving the Nova. Everybody's Mason Ford. Mason, yeah. Um, Valerie Montejano. Yeah. So everybody's... Why is everybody leaving the Nova, uh, Swiss? Why is everybody leaving the Nova? Man, there's a lot of speculation. And, and granted, you know, when you see a Starks caliber player like Ricky come off the board... Um, relatively early into what what we thought was a contract, you are kind of thinking that most people are going to kind of think that the the (coughs) company's being cheap, you know what I mean, trying to save money, things of that nature. Um, But there's also some possible new leadership rumored to be going on. Um, And Nova's just been weird lately. (laughs) It's been weird for a little bit, hot minute. Boomers. Uh, Yeah, and as much as they got the Walmart deal and they got – longevity and getting new players into their discs um as far as being cutting edge new um up with the times everything along those lines i think they've been lacking for a few years now since paul left i think they're fine with it but how can they maintain it can they that's going to be the question that we have with Innova. well i think like after anova obviously got the biggest uh whatever surprise of paul McBeth leaving that one year they kind of now in 2022 can see what happened with their disc sales if Paul leaving really affected them that bad. And maybe we're seeing them realizing this really doesn't affect us that much. It doesn't, if for paying people as much as we are, why would we do that if it's not going to 
you know, provide us more money. Cause like you said, they're in every Dick's they're in some Walmarts. They're pretty much everywhere where you can buy a disc golf disc they are at, and they're dominating the market. The only other people that I've seen in stores like this is dynamic discs. And even that it's just seems like the Innova disc is just oversupply. Yeah. It's like, a, like I've alluded to in other podcasts, Innova is fine. Innova's now realized that sponsors sell, don't sell this to, average disc golfers mm-hmm. the average disc golfer cares about the big brand name anova the average the average disc golfer that doesn't throw that doesn't watch pros throws anova it's so anova has no reason to sign these big names when they i admit that it'll help with the higher pros but not with the average disc golfer the person that's just going out and just throwing with his buddies to get fucking stoned it's not that's on an over, man. It's just yeah, that's because it's the easiest accessible thing I, to man, get that. I will, I, the disparaging comments that I, I'm I consider disparaging what Kona kind of said in some of these press releases is fairly damning on the professional level to where you're and, and what seems to be such a tight knit group, you start getting that image and labeled as that image, it's not going to help you now. Can Anova also flip the script on this, possibly with who's still available as far as with Cat and Haley? Absolutely. Even even if you take one of those and you're going into recapturing and re-signing Kelvin Heinberg long-term and then having a pass, possibly a Haley King right stacked right there along to go along with Evelina, to go along with Bloom Rose, mm-hmm. they do have great players. you got the Girthies and you got the other um, players that are going to sell the discs. You, know? mm-hmm. so you want to talk about – it's no – no surprise that they kept the ones that do sell the Sexton, the yeah. the yep. germ. Like Sexton, you know yeah, I mean? he just said he just signed a Watchman jig. Oh, uh, a extension. What yeah. I thought was weird was I've seen so many fucking Anova people on Instagram sh- doing the uh doing their Anova picture in the Anova fucking frame and posting that. I've haven't seen it like all year and fucking all these. People leaving and all this up for people like oh Garrett Gerthy did it. I forget who else. Like a bunch of them did it, and maybe they're trying to show pride. Maybe they're trying to show that we're we're a family, and I don't know. But Anova would be one that I wouldn't mind Haley King going to because they usually do good. They put their pros on discs and yep. do stuff like, like that. That's one thing. Like the pros they have, they have discs, they have signature discs, and I really want a Haley King signature disc. So. And I throw a lot of Nova, so fucking. <laughs> I can see her getting like a, oh man, I don't even know, like a T Bird three. Uh, I wouldn't be, we'd be surprised. Pretty much every top Anova athlete has their name on a destroyer somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. that's the one thing. This is since Ricky left too. Um, they don't know who's going to be on the new destroyer. If anyone's going to be on the new destroyer, so I, wanna, I don't know who. Do you put Calvin on the stock? Do you put Ken Climo back on the stand of the stock? Uh, yeah, like what do you do? Because Heinberg is the Halo, right? He's on the Halo. He I mean, they have their tour series, but like Ricky was on every on stock stamp. Now yeah. there's not going to be a person who's on every stock stamp. Don't put anybody on there. You think it's just going to go like blank? Yeah, that'd be. T- I'm cool with that. Yeah, I, I will pick up all of those. Back to the Climo. I do. I really don't want them to go back to the climbo. I just—he's on the Firebird. He's on the Wraith. Like I feel like there's time where you can show love to more of your players, especially with the Destroyer. Man, put Calvin's name on something more than just his tour series. Like I feel like Nova either has to go all in on Cat Haley or really just Calvin Heinberg. He's like your best player by far, and it seems like you're not treating him to that caliber. And I, 
if you're not going to treat him the way I feel like a top at like five disc golfer in the world right now, then I feel like he needs to go. Man, there's a lot that we could talk about in Nova. Wow. We got flat. Come up with better names. Oh, do the <laughs> name for your disc. Do they suck. Release better. They suck. Come up with better releases on your disc better. Um, get more innovative. Granted, the Halo is great, but be more innovative in and around that stuff or, or something along those lines. You got other companies doing soft runs, hard runs, and Nova's not doing any of that. You know what I mean? And it's missing out. And granted, I get it. This sell, that's all they have. You got your your bread is getting buttered. You don't mess that up. I understand all that. But man, it's such a disappointment to just being like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just get your shit together for a little bit. You guys are the biggest. Let's roll and go along those lines. So, but yeah, and if and you know what I mean, and honestly, at this point, where the money is, if they're not going to match it on Heinberg, you're going to get another departure, just like what's happening now. You want to talk about big, big departures? You got Cat leaving Prodigy, Haley, like we discussed, leaving Discraft, um, Nico live, leaving after signing an extension again with um, he go with uh, West Side. You know what I mean? So. Heimberg could be there, but as we're we're still a year away from that, where are these guys going to land? Where are you thinking? What's going down this year for the remainder of the season? I think I honestly think Haley King's going to go to Renova. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's got Cat or Haley. Oh, I mean, I predicted Nico was going to go there. Really? I don't think. Nico. Yeah, I predicted Nico. Um. I think Kat or Haley, one of them has to go there, if not both. Let's just say, I think the only way Anova could really recap something back from this offseason is if they pick up all three of them. Yeah, they sign all three. That's the only way I could be like, okay, we jumped on, jumped the boat too early or whatever, and you did all right, actually. But they also posted their official like uh, team already, but they deleted it, so there's all that jazz that's going on. MVP. So uh, that, for who? Um... Nico. No shot. Why not? No shot. Not? You can't. I just can't imagine it. Okay, well, he might. Man, if he's doing anything, it'd be like an axiom, or you know what I mean. I don't think it would actually be. A do you, do you think there's a possibility he rocks an open bag, just unsponsored? He did I, it like. I would not be surprised. He did it yeah. like two or three years ago. I would not be surprised. Um. So I agree with you, man. I'm gonna go with. If you can get all three of it in Nova, you're you're capping it, and you're going into the, going into the next season with the best female team, and it's not even close, in my opinion. With what would be those four ladies, um, that would be insane, and ultimately probably smart business because if if they're going to be anywhere growth, it's going to become from it's going to come from the female side, and it's something that Nova could possibly get ahead of. Uh, but they're not going to do that. Let's be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to kind of see Nico's going back to Gateway in my way, in my, in some capacity. He might be doing an open bag, but he's going to go some way, somewhere along the lines where he's going to be using a putter, possibly another disc. So he's going to go to the Gateway. Um, I'm kind of seeing Haley going to Prodigy. It's not a coincidence that I would not want to see that her opening her opening up after Cat's departure. Um, obviously that company could have reached out anything along those lines. Um, so I would kind of possibly put her in prodigy, um, and cat, man, I do. I, for some reason, maybe I'm reading into Drew's comment. I think cat's going somewhere, either like an open bag or somewhere along those lines. Yeah. I think I've heard a rumor that cat's either going to cast plus pretty sure that was a meme. <laughs> 
or Discraft. If she goes to Discraft, I'll be so disappointed because I just feel like we've. I think the the page and Cat Rapidly, there's actually something there to it a little bit, and I feel like you would diminish it a little bit if they're on the same team. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just reading into that. But yeah, I just think that it just takes a little bit away from that. But I think it's uh, we we have to discuss as of right now. Who do you guys think has won the offseason so far? If we're going on based on moves right now. It was a comment. Sorry. CH Sports <laughs> does ask who we believe won the offseason. Um, I think you got to go dynamic. I don't think there's anyone you can say with that without it being dynamic yeah. right now. Yeah. With Ricky and Kona, there's two big signs. Ricky in itself is a big sign. You just add Kona as a top, top tier. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think too often when we think of the off season, though, we kind of think of who's moving, and we don't think of the re-signs and, and things of that nature. I think I would have put Discraft if they actually main, maintain Haley as being a little bit up there on that list, also with DD, um, just because of who they they're able to lock back in Hamas. That one point they had Haley King, you know what I mean? But so as far as what they did, granted the misstep or, you know, losing Haley hurts, but if she stayed, they would have been right up there. But yeah, you got to go DD at this point in time, but um, don't sleep. on what I I think Heiser Ponix, I believe makes a great point on saying Ricky won the off season. I think he's getting paid this much. He got his deal with the Bitcoin. He's going to be, have his own line of discs. We're going to see big things from Ricky. Stupid helicopter video. You got to do it all, man. That was so dope. I was, uh, that, 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 like watching that just hurt my soul. I'm like, man, so I can't stupid. wait for like future signings, like Kelvin coming out and like there's explosions in the background and shit, and he's just slow walking. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, all Calvin, uh, like it's gonna be Calvin. He's gonna pull pizza out of the oven. It's gonna say like this crap. No, dude. If he goes to this craft, I'll be so upset. You don't even know. If you guys can't tell, JK is not a fan of this. I love this crap. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> no, like, like, I don't. And that's one of the things I like about Haley. Haley left this crap because I don't really like this crap. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, Haley left. This, hopefully, hopefully, she goes somewhere where I can fucking. I get don't one understand of my the hatred, but whatever. I throw the zone. They did the zone good. I used to write on every single one of my disc crap frisbees. Disc crap. I'd, I'd and that frisbees. and that, that was a years ago, right? Yeah, that was uh, that was one. Because now I only I think I have the Hades, and then I think that's it with disc crap. Uh, I believe so. I do like the. Um, have you guys seen the Ricky stamps on the DD discs? I do like the stamp. Uh, no. I'm not that big. I, I wasn't too impressed. And man, as far as if you're going like basic right, name stamp, it's up there. Saki bomb. Is that a frisbee? Is it going to be called the Saki bomb? Yeah. I hope not. No. I, I really hope like not. Version of the nuke is a Saki bomb. No, bro. No, I would be disappointed. I was also, I'm, um, I said this like a while ago. I don't really like the Saki bomb, like name, like the nickname. I just don't understand it. Like I just was like, it's just not oh, for a me. Sake really. bomb is an alcoholic drink. You're not 21 yet, so maybe when you get 21, maybe you I'll get it. Bomb and you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, but that, but that's not what he like tries to play it off as. It's like a new dinosaur thing. Yeah, I don't think he's worried. Really Man, it doesn't it doesn't make sense because he's he's whatever he's doing. It's rather it's raptor legs. It's gonna be whatever promotion works for. I don't know whatever you put there. It's kind of like Paul. Whatever you fucking slap his name to, they're gonna sell it. You think that is gonna work away, um, work with um, Ricky the same way it works with Paul? Is whatever he puts his name on, it's gonna go? I think so. I think it might not go full. Like people might not fall in love with it, like some of Paul's discs. But I think people that had like 
guarantee there's people that'll buy any every single one of fucking Ricky's frisbees. Maybe buy two just in case they like one of them and have one in the like. In the yeah, for the first year, man, everybody's buying those just to stack them and collect them at this point in time. And now the disc company's actually gotten smart enough to make so much that it's almost invaluable. Do you think that Ricky has the power to get people to? throw dynamic discs i feel like they're super underrated or just underthrown in general I, do you think he can bring a lot of people to throw dynamic discs yeah why not Fuck it. we're gonna find out with a two things we're gonna find out real soon is if the pig sales go down or we hear less people talk about how great the pig dude is. the pig is not great i'm sorry the pig is not great the pig does not compare to a like zone a harp we're, we're gonna find out really quick if that pig disc is really that popular or if it's ricky and if, if if you see any diminish in that, you can already tell yourself it's what Ricky's selling. You know what I mean? So Ricky's, it's along those lines, and that's probably my giveaway. Huh? I mean, there you go. All right, there you go. Let's just jump into the infinite dream doubles. I'm sorry, guys. We're not doing a dream doubles. You got to call me <laughs> on your studies. I know I got you guys' hopes. I'll be like, live dream doubles is going to be awesome. But we're actually doing the other segment, Professionalize That, where we take some character from movie, TV, maybe even mascots, we turn them into a professional disc golfer. This week, voted on, on Twitter by the fans in a surprising upset. They don't think it is, but I kind of do. Fuck <laughs> it. Muppets. Swiss, who are you professionalizing? Swiss, everybody loves Muppets. I don't know why that's a surprise, but that's going to be uh, just my saying. So every once in a while, guys, sponsors need that bad boy that everyone can't help to talk about to where you just automatically help promote your brand. And for some, they also want someone that personifies their brand and or lineup. And for some signees, they get both. Animal, the drummer from Electric Mayhem, signs with Axiom. Animal is more impulsive, more angry, more energetic, but way cooler than Nico. Um, that and the Yairo Rim, Gyro Rim, Yairo Rim, I don't know. He really can't get shoot through, so Animal can't really bite through that, so it makes perfect sense along those lines. His tour series, obviously, is going to be the Mayhem with a half-eaten drum set on the cover. The left right over rainbow style along that line. This is going to be beautiful. Um, the remainder of his smack bag consists of tantrums, insanities, hexes, and, of course, envy. To be honest, Animal doesn't really use putters, but it's part of the contract when you get it. Everybody else is throwing envy. You got to throw an envy also. Animal is my personification. Professionalized. 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 Sorry. Uh-huh. I went with the Swedish chef. And after one slip of the knife, the Swedish chef was banished from the kitchen. And all he hit was Ralph. I mean, like, it's just Ralph after all. After that, he hitched up to Sweden to find a new passion. But in Sweden, you know, they don't throw plates around. They throw Frisbees. And after his first round and a bit of help from the local Seppu Payo, he jumped right into the pro scene. But after approach from Prodigy for help from Seppo, the Swedish chef said no. Because everyone knows there can't be two great disc golfers in the same town by the same company. This created a rivalry between the two. After meeting with Casplast, the Swedish chef knew there was only one company that would be right for him, Latitude 64. His signature disc is the Ballista, as that's his main driver using it for all his drives. But the Swedish chef has perfected the backwards putt. Well, kinda. He's currently sitting with a 64% Circle 1 X, which isn't the worst. Looking at you, sweetums. The Swedish chef also partnered up with fellow pro Garrett Gerthy to help cook and come up with recipes for the beef jerky. Currently, they're working on their new line of jerky called Bork, Bork, Bork. The Swedish chef. You get a Seppo Pio reference, and I think you win. <laughs> it's like, well, like well, Duncan see, in high I school. Got mine. 
right, because of all the leavings of Nova, everybody's dipping out. They need to make a big signing, and fucking they did. They signed their power couple. Yes, Anova got their own Paul and Hannah in the form of Kermit, Miss Piggy. OTB and Joe Mads love the shit out of this fucking field. Because all it is is <laughs> Hannah and Paul versus Kermit and fucking Miss Piggy. Puck contest, fucking skins matches. They even swap partners sometimes. Not on the YouTube. That happens later at night. But anyways, they became such good friends. Hannah and Miss Piggy actually do uh, FPO commentary and they're working on their podcast. Haven't really thought of a name yet. Maybe you want to drop some comments. Um, also, Kermit's up there in lead cards with Paul McBeth all the time. But let's break down their bag. They each swap Frisbees, but all Kermit is throwing his green disc. All Miss Piggy throws his pink discs. Uh, signature putters. Uh, Kermit has the Kermit the Frog. It's his own little bullfrog, slightly changed. He also throws his bullfrog. Miss Piggy, guess what? Ricky left. She gets to be the queen of the pig. She uh, she has her own Miss Pig, and her throwing putter is actually called the Pig in Space. Just fucking imagine that fucking stamp. Pig head, fucking astronaut helmet. Dope. Sell millions. They don't need to fucking Ricky anymore. They're also in the development of uh, a pig frog. Which is gonna be a mid-range frisbee, but it's 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 still hush hush. Let's talk about the signature stamps. Kermit, of course, it's Kermit drinking the tea. Why? Why? What else would you do? Um, Miss Piggy's is three big ass diamonds surrounded by its own little onset of tiny ass diamonds. And then they actually have a co um, a co stamp, which is their silhouettes. It's really cute. Um, signature driver. Because Anova's giving everything two names now. Rainbow Connection, boom, signature driver for both of them. They also have the KMP Destroyer, the Kermit and Piggy Destroyer, of course. Of course. Like, like Jay said, everybody has their own destroyer. Um, and then to round out their bag, they're throwing everything. Of course, they're throwing an animal. They're throwing the Archangel. They're just, they're just trying to get Anova out there. They're big enough. They have enough clout. Corvettes, Eagles, Foxbat, because that's a fucking stupid name. <laughs> I thought there was a stupid frisbee, but they're throwing it. Um, Leopards, three beasts. They're throwing everything because they want to get Anova out there and they want Anova to become the best top can company. Kirby's Piggy, Paul and Hannah of Anova. Wow. This Piggy's definitely throwing like a PD or whatever they, they call just, it now. I don't know. Wasn't it, it was like Phantom something? It was something really dumb. Something with a D. Phantom Dark. Yeah, it was, it was not very bright. <laughs> not very bright. <laughs> but, I mean, that's going to leave us off, too. We have some questions already asked Uh-oh. on other social medias. But if you guys want to drop any comments down below right now, we will answer pretty much anything you throw at us. Scary. So go away. But before that, we can ask some questions that were already asked on the other social media platforms. I know one was um, in the contract. We already talked about the contract. If we believe that the uh, baskets on – Tour should be smaller. I know that was one. Ooh. No. You're talking like the skinny. skinny yeah, yeah. Like, we're just like, talking, talking skinny like chain. Skinny chain baskets? Yeah. yeah. No. No? Well, you want to know what? Fuck it. They should all be the same. <laughs> at, at each course, it should all be the same. No, you know what? Fuck it. Change my mind again. 
do whatever you want. It should be up to the ter- tournament to decide what baskets they have in. If they want to do skinny baskets, they're gonna have skinny baskets. If they want to have the fucking Mach threes, they're gonna have Mach threes. If they want to have the fucking that's a lot of fuckets. But... <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. If they want to have like the tube ones, if they want to do a tube one. Hey, if they want to do a Tim a tournament with mini, fuck it, do it. Whatever the tournament decides, because it should be their own decision. Um, I like the idea on like when I think of it and when I visualize it, I enjoy the idea, but I think I'll take some of the drama out. Um, Cause I don't think all it would really harm is the mid tier to lower level. I don't think it would ha- really harm the elite punters in the game or make too many difficulties. And it's also going to kind of take away, man, as much as I say, like how many hundred footers would probably be taken off the books with that. You could just say, man, it'd be even cooler to see with the type of basket. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of a give and take. So it sounds like a good idea in my head, um, but I don't think I'd enjoy it. I think if you're taking away any chances to make it harder to ace, nah, don't want it. Don't want to see it. Man, I didn't even think of it. I was just thinking on the putting. Yeah, side. but like the yeah, only – That's a good point. I want to see more aces. Uh, <laughs> that, I guess that's just a personal thing, but I think it's cool to see aces. It goes pretty much viral anytime it happens. So. Fuck it! <laughs> yep, that, that's how we're, that's where we're going tonight. I agree with Jay just because that point. I, I was only thinking putting. Man. Nah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I think about the aces. Think about it, I mean, there already isn't too many aces. You can't take more away. But I think that's why my answer is so good because I'm letting the tournament decide. So you can have a tournament. Like, you could I have, have one. One with a fucking giant basket. You could. I just make a fucking. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I'm down. I like Wait, the. Have, have you seen the roller baskets where you can basically roll discs in for yeah, aces? I want to play that. Yeah, that's all awesome. That are in the ground, I want to roll their ace. That would be tight. All right, the next question we have is from Bryce. We have, what's your what's estimation that? of Paige's contract plus performance bonuses? Oh. You think she's getting paid a million dollars a year? Yeah, why not? No, fuck it. So, man, so <laughs> sorry, she gets $7,300,000 a year because she makes 73% of what a male does. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I'm just saying facts. I'm just going by averages. The that they make seventy three. So the top the top is getting paid a million. They're not paying her a million. I'm sorry. It's just something they wouldn't do. Man, I. Oh. Do you think she's getting paid more than the five hundred k for four years? Yes. By how much? Seventy three thousand. Like okay, that's so, your general so okay. Extra quarter million for four me. for four years. Was it a four? So you're talking like you're at seven hundred thirty thousand. You're saying for four years, Reed? I'm at no. She's getting paid. So you, it has half a million. She's getting paid an extra quarter of a million dollars. So it's about seventy five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand. Yes. <laughs> I would say that sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah, I think she's probably anywhere between six fifty to eight hundred, if that was my guess. Um, it really depends on it, it might be lower depending if they give her a larger percentage on some of her discs, um, and things of that nature. And that's just what Discraft's paying her. Yeah, like, like yeah. she get she has her own other shit that she's gonna do. Fucking, she makes. Now she's getting paid enough to make a fucking movie. <laughs> documentary, documentary yeah as much as you know that that was kind of crowdsourcing a little bit along those lines but yeah man i it would be nice to know because you know what i mean if you want to talk about somebody who's paul mcbeth ask you know what i mean seeing what the top is 
And don't get me wrong, you know what I mean? Tatar kind of did this with Latitude, and that's mm-hmm. again, like I said, you're, you're kind of being along those lines. Um, so it would be interesting to see. I think that's only going to help, you know what I mean? You know, so like we were kind of talking earlier, Jay and I, as far as like the lifetime deal, what's that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And to kind of factor that, and that's kind of wild that how much that could be a year. You yeah. Know what I mean, and I would, I would probably presume that would kind of like lower as the years go down or something along those lines, but still. I'll be bowling in, yeah. <laughs> so, do Are they you th- still paying that guy? I don't know. They yeah, might be yeah, really like, like another year or two I still mean, yeah, paying that guy. That's insane. So, do you think that the Brody contract is bigger than the Page contract? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you think Brody's going to get paid more than 750 or less than 750K? He, he should. What would you put him at? 500? Yeah, he got people, signed to a one year. Pretty. I guess people love that gig freaky shit. Everybody loves that gig yeah, freaky. I, and the dark horse, people love that. He did say that he got offered a 10 times bigger contract and turned it down to be on Discraft. He's an idiot. So, so then you want to know what? I don't think he's going to pay that much. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to think of. Like, what would 10x be? To that discraft is paid. Like I feel like it's very hard for me to think someone's giving you a million dollars. Even yeah, even that's bullshit. He's fucking. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Let's not talk about him. All right. Oh, man, Mo- you move- <laughs> wow. All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> What's the home course that we guys play at? I think we can- Fairfield. And we all can say like the- I mean I guess mine. Don't call it squaw. Fairfield. Yeah, dude, that's actually insensitive. Yes. I, I shared a link to that. Oh, so yeah. it's Fairfield for life. Um, Warren could turn into the new Warren course is pretty, pretty cool. That could be excited else. about that. But if you guys get a chance to sit, throw Fairfield, um, number of pros kind of played it. We saw, yeah, John uh, Marcus, yeah, <laughs> sure. move on. Uh, but you know what I mean? So, everything along those lines, it's worth it. It's a nice course, beautiful course. There's one once in the top 100. Um, I think it still is. Yeah, it's up there. It's it's a nice course. Chicago land area, beautiful. Number two in whatever Illinois. bullshit company did the did the best course to areas. Chicago land area is number two. Yeah, you disc, yeah. yeah. Even though like a lot of those courses not in the Chicago land area. Yeah, man, that's good. <laughs> they may have really stretched it out real <laughs> wide. Like half of Illinois to Chicago. It's yeah. like yeah, it works. Chicago land. Yeah. I guess. Next question we have from Frolfer Magazine is, what is your Waffle House order? Well, we're, we're Yankees. We don't have Waffle House. So let's <laughs> go with Denny's or IHOP. And They're going to be real places. upset. I don't really go to those places. But um, my breakfast, we'll go breakfast. I, we did this fucking segment where we did, we did. our favorite breakfast. This is a throwback. Uh, biscuits and gravy is my breakfast jam or Eggs Benedict. But I don't really get Eggs Benedict because – I'm sensitive to lemon, and a lot of people put fucking a lot of lemon in the holidays. So <laughs> we get personal here on the yeah. pod with the lemon. Um, so I have been to a Waffle House. I've been to two, you degenerate swines. Um, but first of which, I got the waffles each time. So that's my go-to order. I don't do any. But fun story that I have at a Waffle House. I actually went with a group of buddies, and we're obviously inebriated. Where it's obviously late at night. One of them returned his steak and eggs. Um, I was seriously, I've only been to two Waffle Houses, but you walk into a Waffle House, you understand you do not send back food in any way, shape, or form. And my buddy did it, and I 
completely fucking left them at the fucking counter and said, I'm going to wait in the car because you're embarrassing me right now in a fucking Waffle House, which is the hardest fucking most difficult thing to do. But yeah, they're, they're not up there. The Waffle Houses aren't up there this this high. I'd say more Southern Illinois, they kind of get into there. and then once, Or if you get into Indiana, they're fucking all over the place in Indiana. There's a Waffle House after every exit. Just everywhere. I've also never been to a Waffle House. And I'm going to be honest, breakfast food, mad overrated. <laughs> I would I hate breakfast food. But if I'm getting breakfast food, I go banana pancakes. Breakfast food is overrated. Super overrated. Bold. But next question we have... Pick your favorite disc on the wall and tell us about it. I'm assuming we're not going to go these top three because these are all our first ace frisbees. Yeah. So, yeah, up here we have all our retired first ace discs. Jays and Quinn's. Um, my favorite one is actually over here. I love this fucking – we found this on uh, for our Michigan trip, I think it was. Uh, and it's a hemp wizard. And this actually – Getting this frisbee actually got me a Christmas gift, so now I throw a hemp voodoo because I like do to feel this. You're gonna give me this one. I don't so, even get to pick my own fucking disc. You're just gonna tell me it's gotta be this so, one. So that's the story. Cool. That's gotcha. why it's over here. Gotcha. All right, I actually I'm picking this. Uh, the first run tilt, and I'm doing that because it's actually got a pretty funny story to it. I just basically put out just something on Instagram saying, "Want to check out this new tilt? It just came out. Want to make videos on it?" So I put it out there. And someone actually commented. His name's Rick. We got to play around with him down at Delwood, and he gave it to me for free just for playing around, kicking it with him for a little bit. Super cold that day, but he let me check out, uh, test out the tilt, have it, and make a couple videos on it. So shout out to Rick. Yeah, and he didn't like Murder steal you. our kidney. <laughs> like, no, nah, he was super chill. Rick's awesome. Uh, we're going to go uh, for Jefferson's graduation gift. I took him two worlds at um, Peoria. Um, so this is the world's disc that. He got up the nerve to have Simon and Ricky sign it. Hey, well, Simon said he knew who I was. <laughs> Jay always with the fucking self plug. Dan Schlitter the other week said that I have bomb. It happens. It's just no big deal when you're me. I, I still think the prettiest disc, though, is that Kem Crush disc. I think yeah. that's like the prettiest. Like, yeah. I'll be honest. We, we, we kind of have some low key bangers on this wall. We have. Prototype Loft, first ever. Prototype Till. Prototype Splice. It's 2021 Saxon Fiber. Garrett Gerthy. Sonic. Albatross. Yeah, you got that Albatross right over to the, oh, right over to his shoulder. 10-year anniversary boss. You know, we have, like, legit discs here. It's kind of wild. You know, prototype P2. Man, so. you're not hanging discs on a wall if you don't have an Albatross. I'm no, just dude. Saying, it's the, it's the goat there. disc, honestly. Franklin. All right, next question we have from Larry Puckett. Since social media is a big factor in contracts, do you guys think any medium popular social media stars could come to DG to try and get some of this money? Ooh. JK's going. I'm not definitely not popular enough. Uh, medium popular social media stars, I don't think – genuinely, I don't think that the, they have the pull as much as that would translate over. I don't think that – like it made sense for Brody because he had people that already liked Frisbee and trick shots and stuff like that, and he got some people to carry over. I don't think that if someone has no relation to disc golf that they can make videos and people will care. Unless for some reason people do, but I just don't see it happening, and I don't think they would make money off of it. I get it, man. But then you got like those those family social media people that like do all the family stuff and like all the other families eat it up. And they'll definitely go throw around. You know what I mean? But I just don't think they're gonna like they're gonna translate over to them being able to cash in on having money because people already uh, 
I would say already medium social media stars. If you know who Michael Michael Holt is, he uh, uh, he had a YouTube channel that he did things before and then converted it into a disc golf channel. So it had 100k subscribers. Yet those 100k people didn't subscribe for disc golf necessarily. Um, but he tried. He had uh, ambassador deals with uh, Dynamic Discs. He tried to get his own stamp or does have his own stamp disc. I don't know how much money he's cashing in on that, but so like I, I would say he's not taking over in any way. Yeah, man. I- yeah, but you're you're telling me, like prime example, you get what's his name, the McBeast or Mr. Beast, or whatever. Mr. Beast. Yeah, man, you you're telling me you can't have him do a video on disc golf and it's not gonna get disc sold popularity. There's there's some big enough people, man. Yeah, it's the trend I, where it is. I think, I think they said medium popular. Medium, right, yeah. okay, but yeah. medium. Yeah. All right, I don't think. I think top tier. Yeah, there's if you have 10 million subscribers, some of oh, them are gonna do it. I think the only way you do it is if you like kind of do it in. <laughs> if you do it like as like you have them learn the sport with a professional, kind of something along those lines, where it's like you're developing that talent. Maybe is the probably the like one of the things I saw. I was flipping through the channels and I saw people throwing. Frisbee, so I'm like, oh, I'll watch this. And it was like, it was like one of those little people shows, and they're just playing frisbee. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh man, yeah, I wonder if this. I happened. remember that clip. I, I, yeah, I was like, I was like, man, I wonder if anybody like if this opened the world to frisbee golf for anybody. But I really don't think so. I don't think so. I I just genuinely. The Johnstons. I, it's called. I just don't think it translates well over on video to like random people. I just don't think they see it as a. Oh, I'm gonna go do that. I'm sure there's some people out there that think that, but. I just don't think, especially social media wise, especially since I've been doing it, like in the social media world for disc golf for the past like five years now, you definitely tell how niche of a sport it really is and how it's actually hard to gain a following from doing. I mean, it took me over a year and all I had was 70 subscribers. Granted, that was five years ago, so it was definitely harder, but the same stuff still applies. I didn't follow you after that year, by the way. I was like, nah, man, he doesn't get my likes. <laughs> Not yet. It was a rough first couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Nice. A good question, though, Larry. I like that question. Yeah. That was a fun one. Um, we have, I want to see Smarter Every Day do a disc golf or a disc flight breakdown. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who Smarter Every Day is. Okay. I want to see that, too. I mean, I'm down for a disc breakdown, especially for someone outside of it. Smarter Every Day? I yeah. I'm I is, no... is that like, um, <laughs> what was that one that was on ESPN? Oh, like the sports science? Yeah, sports yeah. science. That'd be really cool if they could do something along those lines. Or even remember that average Joe show? Have like a disc golf on the average Joe show? Yeah. That sounds like that Joe could fucking might have a chance to beat a fucking pro at. Interesting. Not like fucking taking on Brock Lesnar in a fucking. No. <laughs> no shot. Like a lineman challenge yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, they put those through the ringer. Best non disc golf story that has happened on a disc golf course? Well, I like how it looks at me. You gotta um, have some. Um, I, I don't know. One of my like one of the weird like community things was um, me and my buddy went out and we had weed. We didn't have anything to smoke it out of, and a guy just like was there and he's like he fucking cut open an apple and we smoked weed with this random Joe pre-COVID. And <laughs> I th- I think that's most of my stories would be just randomly hanging out with ran- like meeting people at a random disc golf course and just smoking pot with them. All right, well I I have one that happened. Wait, no, hold on. I got my uh, we went frisbee golfing in Joliet, and my asshole buddy's like, "Hey, I can find our way home without the GPS." We're like, "Fine, do it." Fucking got lost for like three hours. You know what fuck we were. 
That's not on a course. Yeah, that's not on the course. Earlier, there you go. So we went. I went on a trip with Swiss to Minnesota. Played Blue Ribbon Pines. Fortunately, had a little stomach issues. Had to go off into the woods a couple times. I think at one point I wasn't even in the woods. Yeah, at one point I was just naked on the course because I had to jump in a pond too. That happened. Super weird trip. And the the problem was at one point. You know, went into the side woods, played off, did my drive, went, had a little alone time. There's a port potty, like a couple yeah. steps away. And then I went in there because it was a long hole. It was a really long hole. <laughs> Jay, yeah, man. Jay shat in the wood. First of all, you're not a disc golfer if you haven't shat in the wood or you haven't disc golfed it long enough. It's going to happen. Just be prepared. You lose the sock. It is what it is, right? Whatever. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, Jay shat in the woods. 300 feet porta potty, shat in that porta potty. The next hole after that, had to run to a <laughs> further porta potty yeah. to blow that up. Something, yeah. something didn't sit well. Um, but that would probably be, yeah, man, I'm shit in the woods too. I've been there. On the course. Know, what's that course like that, that's in the back guy, the, the back of that guy's yard? And I, no, that was the other course. Never mind. I think no, no, it was that course. Back I, mean, I got really fucking stomach issues from that course. From, oh, Flip City? Yeah, Flip City. I got fucking... I oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. You had to walk off for a second? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all been, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, are you even a real disc golfer if you haven't shot in the woods? I mean, I think that that's all the questions that I had pre-loaded up. So if anyone has any questions, if you have any puzzlers... We talked. We talked about earlier. Um, throw when I was putting. Do you guys think that cornhole players, professional cornhole players, would be good disc golf putters? I don't think they would. Be. Why? I just don't think they would. Be. I I think I, you're wrong. You want to know what? <laughs> True. I think that cornhole players I would be better. But I would. <laughs> Whoa. I think that I think that people that play cornhole professionally. I think people that play cornhole professionally would be better disc golfers than people that play tennis. Yeah, that's your go-to. You always say tennis. There's better hand-eye coordination on like that translates more to. I think they just got that putt down, man. Like I think within 25, they got that knocked down. Uh-huh. I, I like that one. Who gives a shit? Fucking gone. <laughs> Feeling negative right now. Yeah. A lot of just. Hey, uh, we need to get rid of this Anova flag. I don't know why you're really hating on the Anova flag. It's because it's just big and yellow. What what would you rather it be? I, I don't know. Fuck would me. you rather it be a discraft flag? That's a good point. I'd rather be a no discraft. Yeah. You Thank you. Okay. So upset. Would, would your bottom two then be discraft and then a Nova? No. Yeah. West side would be cool. Loft would be dope. I don't know. Fucking, I just assume West side is like really cool. Loft would be really dope. I saw Loft's flag. I'm in. Black, purple dots, Loft on it. Anybody want to send me that? Loft. <laughs> Link in the description. <laughs> Self-plugged. Self-plugged that. Yeah, I mean, you think we got a little debate here. Do you have boulders versus cornholers? Who would be better? Ooh, I don't want to hang out with either of those people. I don't I don't think boulders make good disc golfers. I don't think that they, it translates as much. Mm, no. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same form. It is. A, you think? It's kind of similar arm action. Yeah. I'm going to go bowlers will be better disc golfers. Wow. Why? Because 
fucking beanbag weighs like what a pound maybe bowling balls weigh 16 they got more muscle they've been working out more they can throw the frisbee farther you want to know what garrett girthy okay cornholer better fucking bowler fucking better disc golfer just ain't facts just staying facts. And he makes a mean fucking chili. I'm, I want to go definitely cornholer. They're at least throwing something. I'm going to go cornholer as well. Yeah, we have throwing. Poppy's disc golf saying he's goaded at ski ball, but it doesn't translate into his putting. Does not. I'm pretty fucking good at ski ball. Me, me and the wife before we got married, we go to fucking the local local arcade and play play ski ball for hours. He loves it. So I agree with you. We have what is your favorite style to drive? Flip to flat, turnover, flat release, etc. I'm gonna go with etc. Like, <laughs> Do you like to? <laughs> I, I just go. No, I you just take my frisbee and I try to throw it into the fucking pin every fucking time. That's how I play this golf, guys. You must not be watching the, listening to the pod because these guys are all about that Heiser and Heiser. I'm just there to throw a frisbee and maybe fucking. So would you say that you do you have preferred to throw on Anheuser recently? I I have been throwing more Anheuser, yeah. Because you know it's given you a little bit more distance now. Yeah, okay. I mean personally for me, dude, what do you mean? You can't say you don't do it, but you specifically throw Anheuser for All a specific reason. All <laughs> All right. My favorite style of throw is I like to flip everything to flat. I'm pretty much putting everything I throw on on Heiser, especially if I'm going big distance. Destroyer, Heiser, flip it up, let it bomb. I'm usually flexing almost everything. I'm flexing it in some way, shape, or form. Just as curve. Little baby Annie flex. Little baby Annie flexes, anything along those lines. Yeah, so I'm flexing all along those lines. But yeah, there, there's the time and place to flip the flat. If I'm going to go next, it's probably like a little flip the flat um, over Annie. Okay, I, we're, I'm going to change this question up. Just a tad, oh. throw up one more person. I always butcher his name. Cole... Red, what is it? Red? Redland? Red. I always say Redland, but I don't think it is. Cole, Scott Withers, or Brody Smith for the 2022 season? Cole, Scott Withers, or who? Brody. Who's going to be better? Yes. Oh, I'm taking Cole all the way on that one. That's. I think that's a little too easy. You think so? Who said that? CH Sports. CH Sports, that's a little too easy. In my I think you're giving uh, – that's fair. You're giving him a lot of credit for his putting. I'm going to go Scott Withers. I think Scott Withers is pretty respectable. Where's he at? Scott Withers? Yeah. Oh, he left. I know he's he left at Nova. Is he on Discraft now? I don't. I can't even. Can't even remember. I remember he was kind of surprised. I'm gonna go, man. But if you if you want to throw somebody out there that's kind of not traveling, Proctor's Scott Withers is 1040 rated. Damn. Uh, I'm, I think. I, you want to know? You want to know what that's, that's close good. to? Close to 1050. You want to know what 1050 is? A big deal. It, it is a big deal. I thought it was gonna be like a. I think. And he throws Discraft, jackass. Come on. <laughs> I just think that like he hasn't like he he's ten forty rated but doesn't play a full tour so I I don't know if that get, I mean I don't know he didn't play a full tour and he won player of the year from the frothies he, that's there. the frothies are rigged dude I don't I know mean, what to tell you tell those and, and you even said they're not rigged because we fucking went through this shit. we did they're not, they're not rigged at all. Hey, if I lose podcast, man. if it, if I ever lose it's rigged I did I picked Ricky. I thought Ricky's winning the oh, player yeah, of the year. No, Ricky has played think, a better year. Yes, but he no. No, I would say Proctor is probably my best. I just don't. I, you have uh, Joe Joe Revere. 
yeah, he would be up there. Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah, I was man, I was I thought you were gonna go somewhere. And, else, yeah, but... Gannon, I would say right now, Gannon Burr, I'd put above both of them. Rookie of the year, trying to sign an extension, two more years for Prodigy. Man, I don't know what about it. I just am not a fan of Prodigy. I just I never I mean, uh, I don't know. All right, you guys got any more questions? That was really weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with this. <laughs> yeah, throw some more questions out there. Uh, oh, we're yeah, because <laughs> we're coming down to the hour mark, too. So I'm going to look on Twitter, see if we have anything else. But hey, literally anything, just throw it out there and we will answer it, hopefully, at least. Like, we only eat peanut butter and jelly with grape jelly. Do you eat strawberry jelly? This is whoa, weird. Whoa, that's, I'm not dying on that. Grape jelly is greater. Look, you're wrong. Yeah. <sighs> Wheat bread's better than white bread too on PB and J's also. Whole milk is the best in cereal. <laughs> Does anyone have like a random puzzle they could throw out as well? I mean, that that could work too. Uh, Twizzlers versus Red Vines. Oh, man, Red Vines is always the go-to car snack. Yeah, it's Red Vines. Red Vines. Okay, Twizzler pull and peel versus Red Vines. <laughs> No, I don't care about the Chicago Bulls. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a basketball fan either. Unfortunately, they're really good guys. They might I, win the championship. I know they're really they good. are really good. They're, they're really good. But possible uh, MVPs out of the East in Brooklyn. Yeah, Bulls are Bulls are special this year. I'm a Twizzler fan. pulling people over Red Vines. Yes, sure. All right, Ricky had. The best year, but I've been watching for a long time. Eagle impressed me the most. It was like he became a man last year. Who watching them play impressed you most? For me personally, it's Kyle Klein. I think that when he plays like Idlewild, especially in even USDG, it shows me that he isn't just the kid that he was kind of projected to be in the season prior, especially when he was the breakout player, rookie of the year, all that. People are still talking about how young he was, and I think that he did mature last year on tour, and I think that he stepped up, especially when he was making mistakes. I feel like he owned up to them right away and always backed him up. There was a lot of times I think he missed easy putts, and he was getting himself in his head, but especially towards the end, Idlewild, USDC, especially brings it back to me is that he can compete with the best of them. When you're going head to head against Paul McBeth and even his putt from the, uh, the hazard from where he was on USDC in the playoff, he gave it all he could almost rang it up. I think Kyle Klein is going to do great things in the sport. Uh, when it comes to impressing, I don't really think I have somebody that impressed me because every like, I'm just sorry, but I have somebody that didn't impress me that did the exact opposite because of all this, Stuff I heard of Ezra and Ezra's big signing. I thought he was going to be a lot better. I thought he was actually going to be in contentions in some of the tournaments instead of the one he was, which was nothing to sneeze at. But I just, that's something that didn't impress me that I thought was going to, I didn't think was going to do good things, but I was, because I did pick him under 25 and he did that. Just like, he did. But I thought, I thought I was going to be wrong because he was, he had such a following set, had this. Such everybody thought he was going to do well. And I can't think of anybody that impressed me because I think people played to their standards. I can't say fucking. You want to know what? James Conrad impressed me because he threw it in from fucking 250,000. That shot impressed me. But his other play in the year did not impress me. That shot, his world's play impressed me. I'm in full agreement with the Eagle, man. The Eagle had a incredible year. Um, and I think what stands out with the Eagle, and it's hard not to forget, is, man, that guy puts together shots that are on every highlight reel. 
he's attacking holes differently. I, I don't man, I think it was Port, was it Portland where he's doing roller roller for eagle chances from like 60 feet. You know, he's got the best roller game, best forehand game. It's hard not to be impressed. And I think with the way he is attacking to her the right way, um, I think it's going to translate to a lot of these elite players kind of adapting that format and everything along those lines. And the bullshit about like golf courses and everything along those lines, that's ridiculous. The dude balls um, no matter what. Ego can't play in the woods, man. It's just facts. I'm sorry, dude. I, I don't know what to say. He's won Ida. He's won in the woods. Can you name another one besides Idol that he's won in the woods? Watch this. Yeah, he doesn't know what to say. Um, you want to know what? I, not from her play on um, the course, but Paige Shu really impressed me with her Instagram and all like her practices and watching all that stuff. That's why I picked her to be. That's like Ella Hansen surprised me. Uh, yeah, I was very skeptical. Uh, I was very. Yeah, and I, I would just say, like, coming into it, we no one really knew, like, what was going to happen with her. I think we saw she was dominant in the ultimate field. And that we were just supposed to be, like, accept that whatever she was going to do, she was going to do. And I think she, especially third place at the women, United States Women's Championship, that really impressed me, especially when she had, like, Haley King and she was still battling to hopefully take second. And just watching her lace drives is just insane. Yeah, man, she can bomb. And that's what's always impressive off the charts, the power. <laughs> Is incredible. I don't know either, but I think that's good. Everyone hands up. I think that might wrap up Kirby's Disc Golf World Season 3, Episode 1, Kirby's Disc Golf World Live. If you enjoyed this, make sure to let us know. Subscribe, follow us on all the social medias, especially if you want to see more things like this. I thought it was fun. Had a good time. Got to do a little bit of interacting. Hopefully, we could do it again some other time. But make sure to check us out every single Friday. Hopefully, see you in the next one. Bird's got a swim.